Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. Oh my God, I am so excited to be back. It's been so long and I missed you guys, but I had to take that little break, you know, because when I come back, I'm going to come back with a bang. <laughs> anyway, so today, this episode is going to be a bit different. It's just going to be kind of like a free flow. We're going to talk about um, things about love and what we've learned and what we're going through right now, what we're experiencing. It's going to be me and my best friend, Adam. And you guys all know him, right? Say hi, Adam. Hey, everybody. Okay, so he's all the way in Washington right now. He moved, guys. Can you believe that? <laughs> anyway, so uh, how long have we known each other, Adam? Like a good 20 years, 21? Yeah, Since like 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 1999 or so. Yeah, something like that. We've met in high school, and we've been friends ever since. We only got, after all those years, we've only gotten a fight one time. Yeah. Do you remember? Yep. And it wasn't even because of us. It was because of the people we're hanging out with. <laughs> right? You remember now? Yep, yep. And you know what? I'm going to pause you right there real quick, and I'm going to do my intro real quick. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome He's to doing this own podcast, episode right. of the Coffee with Adam and All The Things podcast. I am here with my best friend in the whole wide world, bra, bra. Alamantes, Lady Rose, and she is uh, on her podcast, Unveil, Yes, we're doing a crossover. We are, guys. Doing a free flow of some events that have happened, and uh, we were just going into how we know each other. We've known each other for like the last like 20 years. Right. And met in high school and um we've been through so much we've been through a lot a lot of uh a lot of um events in our lives right especially when it comes to love oh my god that was one of the main ones yeah and it's funny because me and adam are so different like he's a lover boy he's a romantic lover boy right but as yeah. for me myself and i i'm a little bit more cold i'm a little bit more of uh i don't know about this should i go into it or not right like i'm iffy about love right so that's why we're so different yet we understand where we're coming from okay so do you want to start off adam like what happened last night that you know sparked this topic for us so like what, what we're going to be talking about and uh it's kind of like this duality that me and you have and what sparked it all up was uh, I had a date last night, and mm -hmm. I had a date with this dude, totally my type. Everything seemed pretty cool. Flaquito and todo. Flaquito y todo. Yeah, flaquito todo. Okay, cute, that's his you type. Know, like, everything, all my types. Right? Okay. And so, um, thanks, garbage truck. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, everything was going cool, and I started to notice, like, little things that felt super familiar. Okay. Right? I started to notice, like, little, like, mannerism and similar responses that I've heard before to certain questions. And it just started to just like, start to rub me the wrong way. And I asked like, I don't know, or like, what's your sign? And right away he goes, oh, I'm a Gemini. And I froze and I sh got shocked. And I like got like still like a, like a deer in the headlights kind of thing. And um, it was so just- So can, can, uh, can, can I ask you why did you feel that way? What, why was that chalk? Um, well, because I, I didn't realize that I thought that I had a lot of progress move that moved me forward and a lot of realizations and stuff like that of letting things go from a last relationship. Was your and, last relationship a Gemini? Yeah. And so, okay. So that's why. Yeah. So the last boyfriend that I seriously was involved with, um, he was a Gemini. And was he the only man that he was a Gemini that you were into relationship with? Oh, no, there's, there's been others since then, but all of them have had the similar fucking traits. That this, mm. You know, despite there's one guy, uh, uh, David, that he's he turned out to be a really cool friend, but right. that's about it. And um, you remember the guy, Jeff, he was a Gemini as well. And uh, I didn't know oh, that one. Yeah, it was the Gemini too. And he was not your type. And he was not my typical type. He yeah, was like the physical, we're talking about type. physical type. Right? He was like a muscly white boy and stuff. Yeah. But it was completely different. Right. Right? And so it was just like, but it was the the ex that I had fucked around with for three years that had actually fucked around with me that I didn't realize 
had such a toll on my emotions and my emotional well-being mm-hmm. that I was triggered into this emotional response of being stuck and not being able to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had, honestly, I've had other dudes, like, come over, and I totally ran the show. I told her, this is my domain, this is my house. Right. You know, and, like, they, like, get that kind of, like, feeling like I'm, like, the one in charge. Right. Right. And so... But, like, with this dude, as soon as I heard that, like, I, like, froze and I felt myself cower and, like, just, like, this, like, a real trauma response. Right. Like, uh, from, like, emotional abuse that I never categorized. I just categorized it as this dude being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, yeah, he ended up staying longer hours than what I should have allowed him to stay. And just because why I was did just, you like, do that? Up. Huh? Why did you lend him stay longer than he you should have? Because I I had my this idea like no Adam you just got to give it the benefit of the doubt you know mm-hmm. you just got to give it the benefit of the doubt not everybody's the same right da, 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 like and you but, see that's a different another thing that we're so different when I see something I'll be like okay bye you have to go bye bye mm. yeah and like but also that response thinking that oh not everything maybe this thing is going to be different you know that's trauma responses from people that have been through abuse though mm. that's a rational is to rationalize the that fear rationalize that being frozen and stuff like that we start to rationalize it so what do you uh, mean that uh, you, you people that have been traumatized are they try to rationalize it well they i've been traumatized to, too and i never try to do that they try to say like it's okay like emo- like severe emotionally like traumatization like um like for instance, like uh, the going back to Faras and dealing with Faras for so long, um, it's like uh, that's the trauma response, and staying with that—that's the response. And so, like that's something that you've grown from, but you've also learned from. And so, for me, like I've never had that reoccurrence of Ruben coming back, like in this way. Right. Like, I thought I left. I thought I put 900 and something miles between us. Mm. But at that moment, he was back. And I was I was scared. I was emotionally, like... Yeah, I know. I, I get it. But why to... didn't you, like... You just said, like, you know what? I just couldn't. I could, like... You froze. I, I froze. I literally right. froze, dude. You right. would be, like... I was right back to where, where I used to be. That's interesting. I was, And then... And then, after that... I felt after he left, I felt gross. I felt gross all night. Like I was so dissatisfied, dissatisfied with myself. So you were disappointed that you didn't act quick. Yep. Mm. That I that I couldn't muster up those, like, like this is my house. Get the fuck out. I don't want you here. Or like, even like, hey, it's not gonna work out. I kind of just don't like the Gemini vibe. Like mm-hmm. I could have easily said that. Yeah. Yeah, because you have you've you've tell you have told guys like, hey, this is not working out, blah 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 blah. But with this one, you just froze. So, just, do you feel like you have a little weakness for Gemini's? I well, because in in like in astrology and stuff like that, we like Libras and Gemini's being like, they're really really compatible, but it's like a small percentage of how compatible they are. So it's like so they're not that compatible. No, 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 no. Sorry, they're really really compatible with Libras. But the percentage that you find the right Gemini that's compatible with you is small. Okay. That's why. There's a range. Like, there's a range between of how much you are a Taurus towards what the next sign is coming up and what the next sign was before you. Okay. So there's a range from you being in the center of that to when it actually starts. So, so he's like, talking about astrology, if you guys believe in all that. He's yeah. talking about your, your, the month your you were born and, and all like, that stuff. But for me, I see it differently. I see it that we have a type. Right. We, we, we tend to uh, create a, uh, what we like about a guy and how they look, how they smell, how they interact with us. Right. Um, so things like that. That's that's from personal experience. Like, for example, back then when I was uh, partying it up, I tended to go for the bad boys. And the reason why I tended to go for the bad boys, because they were so forward with me, something that I had to learn. Right. Because the shy guys, I felt like didn't like me, but they were just not that forward. They were not bad boys. They were not, you know, let's call it how it is. They weren't hoes, you know? So, so, so I was, um, I was accepting and I'm not going to say attract. I know you're probably thinking you attract people, but in my end, I, I truly believe that 
You can attract a lot of people. You can attract a lot of different people. But who we choose is what we choose. That's our type. That's what we choose. Because I met a lot of good guys. I met bad guys. I met like, oh, my God, he's perfect. And I met like, oh, my God, I can stay away. But I chose the bad boys. Why? Because I was in that level of mentality of being uh, that type of girl, right? So I was, I was choosing that, right? And that's why I stopped dating. And I, I told God, I'm tired of dating these type of men. So I need a change within so I can start choosing differently. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to outgrow my type. That's, that, that, that was my goal. The moment you start uh, your type not being your type anymore, that's how you know you've, like, outgrow it, right? But, mm-hmm. but in your end, you're talking about uh, attraction of, you know, the Gemini. And so that's interesting because that's a whole different ballgame than what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. So go yeah. ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I just wanted but to like, that See, like, I go with you, too, because we also create a type. Right. We also start to create a type that that type that we're emotionally attracted to. Right. The kind that can say their feelings, that can talk about this, that can talk about that. And then also, what also attracts is, oh, they're so quiet and silent and mysterious. I bet I could get them to open up to me. Kind of like thing, like being having a personal conquer identity mm-hmm. for the relationship as well, of what we feel is challenging for that relationship. So create that with us as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, the person, like that's like, that's insanity to think that you could like uh, somebody to think that you could totally change somebody over is complete insanity. Mm-hmm. And I've been a part of that group before. Mm. I feel I felt like if I showed Ruben that I could fucking go get sober and be a part of all that stuff, mm. like it would show him something different. Right. Complete. So fucking- so so you were you were trying to change him or you changed yourself for him? All of it. Oh, okay, okay. Complete fucking insanity. Okay, so in my past experience, um, one time only, I've tried, only one time, I tried to change who I was, my behavior for one guy. But I never, but it's funny because he gave me what he wanted from a woman, so I tried to be that woman. And it's funny because I accepted him for who he was, and I never tried to change him. But I tried to change myself so he could see me and I could show him, but it backfired on me because <laughs> yourself is always going to pr- uh, pr- uh, creep up. It's always right. going to be there. And no matter how much we try to change for a person, if they're not the right one, they're not going to accept it. It's just, you could be the wrong person for that person, but if they want you, they're still going to accept you. You know what I mean? But if you, you could be perfect, Miss Perfect, but if they're just not the one, they're just not the one. They're not going to get it. And he didn't get it. And, and, yeah. and, and I was over here. That's a, one of the things that God uh, dealt with me when I let go of the dating is that you don't have to prove yourself to no one. Right. You don't. You, they either accept you for who you are or they could just keep it going because yeah. I made you that way. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's why I was like, okay. But I've never, I never thought of changing no one. It's weird though. Like I've, I would change for someone, but I would always accept someone for who they are. And I think that's sometimes a default because I could, I was settling for less, you know? You know, and you just saying that right now really made me think about something. You know, it's like, it's, it's, when we do that, when we're like doing, like thinking that we could change someone or that someone's a change for us, mm-hmm. that is out of fucking sheer ego. Yeah. Out of sheer fucking ego. That needs to get in check because a relationship is not about that. Mm-mm. If you were getting in a relationship to try to change someone, good luck the relationship is meant to have someone that you grow with exactly that you grow like in all directions with Mm -hmm. up to the sides like you grow and expand your circle and network of people to expansion to include like that freaking home community that you create and you expand upwards to your connection to your higher power which you believe in in god Right. right and just to like i want to backtrack to the to the astrology thing I do not totally give 100%, like, follow that. I do not. Because there are people out there that fucking blame the way their shitty-ass attitude is on their astrology no, side. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. Call that out right there. Oh, well, I'm a Leo. I'm like, no, you're a fucking asshole, beckoning. Yeah. So, like, it, yeah. it's just it's that. And so I use astrology in a way to find commonalities in relationships and stuff like that in that terms. But, like... 
oh, we're destined to be with each other, that's starting to take, like, a big eh itself. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's starting to, like, be that whole, like, it, it's not the commonalities anymore. People are trying to really, like, per, like, kind of, like, really personify mm-hmm. these signs that are saying who they are when really, no, that should not dictate who you are. You are yeah. a complete different individual of, like, high vibrational energy that should not be dictated by something that was created a thousand years ago. Yeah. It's funny you said that because, um, I used to fall for that. I used to, uh, I was all into all that stuff right back Mm -hmm. then. And I, I used, I'm a Taurus and that's what science says. I'm a Taurus and I have certain, uh, uh, characteristics. How do you say it? Uh, characteristics. Uh Uh-huh. That, um, that did apply to me. Right. A lot of it. Right. Like the stubbornness. Sometimes I could be lazy or I could super, be super active or, you know, things like that. Right. Obsessive and all that stuff. Right. Um, but coming to Christ, the Bible says you are a new creature. So maybe that old nature that I put away, I'm not no more. Right. But those nature things still try to creep up that I have to say, no, <laughs> I cannot be a be with this person. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's kind of like you cannot say, well, I'm just a Taurus. That's just the way I went. No, you can improve. Those are just showing you some things that the world uh, says that you are. But in the end, you have the final say about who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Because out of all those things, like, okay, so not to just go back into it, but like there's negative and positive traits in all of those. Right. So like, oh, well, I'm supposed to be a, like, that's just the bitchy attitude of a, of a Leo. No, freaking <laughs> Susan, that's just you being a bitch. Yeah. I'm like, there's also, there's also like freaking commanding leadership, you know, community gathering aspects of what a Leo is too. Why don't you be with some of those for a while? Right. You I don't know, know how we got over here, but we got over here. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, we, we got over here on this because uh, the thing that this dude was a Gemini that was over, yeah. like connected. And I had this thing with constantly being involved in bad relationships with guys that are Geminis. Right. And it's just these characteristics that draw me to this person. And he ends up being that. And he ends up being an actual bad person. Mm-hmm. And so how we got, so we're just going a whole full back to the original thing that we're talking about. Like I had like this huge, like severe, like I've never felt trauma response like that before. Mm. Ever. I never felt trauma response like that before. Do you think that happened because it's showing you? Um, and the reason why I'm saying this, because I remember you told me, you told me that God told you not to date, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a way of God showing you this is why you're not ready? Um, it wasn't like a, a, it was just not like a, uh, a bad thing like I no, no 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 god that's the thing about god god does not judge god convicts yeah. in a way that you could be enlightened it was, it was like it was it was um because that's how i i i felt it like god's telling you in, the way that that came in was so weird and the way that it happened like like i usually ask that question a lot and right away when talking to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like halfway through us hanging out that I asked that question, like, what's your sign? Right. And when he said that, it was just like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And I kind of like shook it, shook it off. And I was like, no, I could handle this. And kind of like, honestly, I was like, oh, I can handle this. And I'm like, you know, if anything gets bad, I, I know I could do this. Right. Yeah. And then, so as I'm talking to him, right. And we're standing um, next to the sink and we're standing up in the kitchen. Right. And I'm looking at him, and behind him is the little way towards the stairs to go downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, pause. Bloop, bloop. Um, one of the things that I'm going to share with you real quick is okay. that, uh, so there's a ghost here in the house, right? Okay. And it guards the door downstairs. And I've seen it a few times, like big, like, but I don't feel intimidated. I don't feel threatened. I just feel like he's guarding the door for me, right? Like a guard. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know, maybe it's my mom. <laughs> but, like, I just feel like this guard there, right? And so sometimes when I'm buzzing or when I'm, like, using mushrooms, like, I'll come home real quick and I'll, like, go back downstairs and I'll feel his presence at the door. Mm-hmm. But it's not looking at me. It's, like, just looking at the door, right? And I'm like, okay. And so 
um, so we're standing in the kitchen, right? Okay, play. So we're standing in the kitchen and um, I'm looking at this dude and I see this overlay of Ruben like standing in front of me. Oh. And I'm just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm like shocked, like just looking at, you know, not with my eyes all like that, but like I feel I'm just like having this like glimmer of like Ruben standing in front of me. Right. Right. And, um, and like something happened that never happened before that entity or that feeling or that guardian was at the top of the stairs looking at me and it was like do you want me to take care of this <laughs> like kind of like thing like do you want me to take this guy out of here and i was like and i just thought in my head like no i feel fine right like and it was like 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 all my senses were just like on fucking high alert due to like like of of what was going on and i've, I've never had that before it was just like yeah it was crazy yeah i i I honestly think that's that's got telling you like you're not ready right now this Mm -hmm. is why you're not ready you're still not completely healed you're still not restored and that's why i think that happens because you know god wants to show you that there's there's more right that you need to be worked on um which i myself don't know because i don't i'm not you so i don't know but I think right. that was a way of God telling you, like, hey, this is not yet. This is why. Yeah. And it's weird because um, right now Adam is in a place that God wants him single, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm right now in a place that God is telling me it's time, mm-hmm. right? So this is what we're talking about, that, you know, <laughs> Adam is a lover boy that he's willing, he wants it, he, he's... He's a good guy, dude. Like, he's such a lover. He has so much love, right? And me, I'm like, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> but do you want to jump or do or do you want to continue? No. Like Let's just should, jump in. However, yeah. Okay, so, um, God, I've been, uh, I haven't date uh, since what? Like, it's been a while. Let's just put it, this has been a long time already, right? Um I could say it's since 2008, right? But there's been guys that I've cared for, but it wasn't really going on. I don't know if that makes sense. But anyway, so I literally stopped completely, right? It's been um, that I just, I just didn't want to deal with anything no more. I've been getting, uh, I was choosing the wrong guys. I was hurting myself and it was just super bad that I just wanted to be by myself. And I kind of liked it. I liked the fact that I was happy. I liked the fact that I didn't need someone to fulfill me or help me or anything. I, I felt, I felt, I felt good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but deep down inside, there's always that side that okay, you know, God created a, a, a relationship for a reason because God said there, it's not good for a man to be alone. That's what He said. So that's why, you know, we all have that within us that okay, are we gonna get a relationship or not? So right now, it's surfacing. Okay, it's surfacing that, okay, it's, it's, it's coming, you know, it's, it's get ready, basically, right? Now, I'm, now that I'm healed, restored, now that I'm good, and God is, like, pushing me to go out there, I'm like, I don't want to. I like my house, <laughs> right? But it's funny because I met someone that I'm crushing on, right? And um, we're not going to say names, Adam, okay? Because you're, you're, you say names. I don't say names over here. <laughs> In my podcast, we don't we don't call them out. <laughs> so I'm I'm crushing on this guy, but this guy I know he's not <coughs> ready, right? And I had an opportunity to uh, flirt with him, but I stopped myself from flirting with him. And the reason why is because I number one I didn't know if he's emotionally available because I know he's he he's sexually attracted to me, and I'm you know vice versa. But I wasn't sure. And what stopped me is it wasn't my past from my dates from men that I've dealt with. It was my little gordita insecurities. That's what creeped up. And that's something that God is telling me it's time to overcome that. Because a lot of reason why I never show affection or love or or show interest in a man, you know, because girls do that. When they want, when they think a guy's hot, they go for it. Girls, go for it, dude. Not me. I shut down because that gordita creeps up. What if they reject you? What if they reject you? Because I notice one thing about me. I don't care what people think. 
I could care less what anybody thinks. But in the moment I like a guy, I care a lot what he thinks. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm like, I don't want to show it because if he rejects me, ouch. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's going to hurt. So, but um, I was telling Adam that I was going to compliment him or something like that. And I did. It was just something small. But for me, it was such a victory because I've never did that for a guy that I, that I like. I could compliment a guy that I don't like, but if I like someone, oh, dude, I shut down. That's something that God is working on me right now. Yeah, so that's, that's where we're at right now. That's what we're talking about that, uh, about how we're so different, but it's still love because love is good, but sometimes we don't give it a chance because, you know... It, Love is tricky, dude. What the heart, you, there's no medicine for the heart. It, physical pain can be dealt with. But when it comes to the heart, ooh, the mind goes wild with it. It really yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I get a little bit like, okay, I know I'm ready. I know I am. But it's just that little jump. So what do you think is going to take for you to take that jump? I don't know. I, 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 I feel like the guy really needs to be like, you know what, Rasa? I like you. <laughs> but then again, like, shut up. We're getting married. Uh, <laughs> there was this relationship coach that said that guys that go up to you uh, tend to do that to other girls. The guys who are more like, you know, reserved little by little, those are the ones that you want. Not the ones because they're they're throwing the ones that are coming after you throw themselves everywhere, you know, whoever lands. And I've experienced those. They're players, right? They're that that they're they're good at it. So that's why girls tend to fall for the wrong guys, because they're the ones that approach the girl. But the good guy waits for your signal. Right. The good guy waits for like, can I go for Can I can I make a move or not? Right. They're more, you know, those are the guys that you want. But for me, I don't know how to throw that signal. Like a lot of girls know how to throw that signal, like with the eyes or something. Right. But if I really like this person, I, I, I'm like, I'm pendeja. <laughs> yeah. Dude. OK. So last night I did all the freaking techniques that Mr. Kevin taught us. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Those techniques, right? I did all the techniques, but and then like he would just get up and just like walk around a little bit. Like he couldn't like be settled, right? And so like like at one point we're talking and like I'm looking down and I don't know. I feel like I had this like certain angle that just I go. I don't know. That made me look like super cute, right? Right. Like I like he was looking at me and he goes, mm, "You're so fucking cute." He's like, "But you live far," and I'm like, I turn and I'm like, "What? What does that have to do with anything?" And he just like didn't like comment on that. Where does he live? Like he lives, he lives in Seattle, which is like thirty minutes away. That's like right? far. I'm like, what? That's like Palm Desert and Coachella. Yeah, that's like that's like from you to me. Yeah. Right. That's like from you to me, and and from Palm Springs to Coachella, right? Like it was like, and I'm just like, what do you? What is me being cute and you sounding disappointed that I'm far away have to do with it? He's not and gonna pursue it, it. It it was like. Is that really a fucked up thing? Yeah. That you disallow yourself from enjoying a, a situation because you think that you don't want to get attached because the person lives too far away. Right. That's just an excuse. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, no, that was whoa. an excuse. And that, so that was like red flag right there. Right. Right. And then so that right after that, that's when I asked. Mm. You know who told me the same shit? Ruben. No way. Motherfucker lived 10 minutes away from me and tried to tell me that the coming to my house every other day was too much. Oh my God. I'm like, what? Dude, I'm not telling you to fucking come. You're the one that's coming over. Yeah. You're the one that's coming over wanting to spend the night and shit. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, so that and then that flashback overlay over it, dude, it was like, what the fuck? Mm hmm. Like, literally, like, word-for-word word shit, dude. Like, 
or like experience for experience kind of thing like of how one situation happened with one ex and like this same situation was almost like building up again with the same person with a different person right and that's interesting yeah dude it was um i trip out on that i trip out on the way people will allow things like that from actually keeping you from an authentic connection Mm -hmm. an authentic um real connection that you could actually probably enjoy for yourself yeah get the healing that you need from that yeah it was just a little tidbit that i wanted to share Mm. oh my god that's crazy like that's just making excuse for no damn reason what if something could have happened something awesome could have happened right there but obviously he's not the one so make all the excuses bye-bye yeah, because Boy, I don't, bye. like, for me, that's never been a block for me. Exactly. In, in relationships, like, how far the distance is. If you really fucking like someone, you fucking make that shit happen. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no, who's ever, who's ever out there single, and, you know, you're getting all these excuses, drop them. Just drop them. Here's another one. Go for it. Who... Who fucking gives a shit if you're taller than them in high heels? Ooh, come on. Where's my I'm bell? Like, Hold on, Adam. Keep on talking, boy. I know a few of them personally. I know a few of them personally. I'm going to call all you lonely ass bitches out there being stuck at the dances and the quinceañeras and freaking the bailes and everything. Not dancing with anybody because you were in some high ass motherfucking heels. And you don't want to look stupid with a dude that's shorter than you because you chose to wear high-ass heels. Yeah. And you know what? This is, um, at first, okay, so I used to be guilty on that. I'm, I'm going to say it straight out. Like, I used to be guilty on, no, I don't want a short guy. And the reason why I don't want a short guy is because I'm a big girl. And, of course, like I said it earlier before, because even though my body's different, my mentality is still the same. So I still see myself gordita, right? So if I get with the short guy or with the skinny guy, right, I wouldn't date short or skinny guys. That's, they were not my type. My type is tall, you know, muscular. That's my type, right? But after dealing with this, it's just your insecurities. Mm-hmm. It's literally just your insecurities telling you you cannot date this person because you care how you look. You don't care how they're going to treat you. You care how you look. Right. So that, that's something that God had to deal with me, too, because I could probably be with a short guy and he will treat me like a queen. And who cares what other people think? Right. So that's why I, I, I had to get corrected on that, because for me, it's like I'm dating all these fine ass looking guys that are, are my type, but they're dumbasses. They're assholes. I don't want that in my life. Like we think so much of appearance instead of. Okay, how am I going to like this person when we get old? Mm-hmm. We don't here's, think that way. Here's another thing that we don't think that way. That we care so much. Like, you made a good point that you care about how much that you, how you look. Yeah. We care about that. How much we're going to look so bad that it actually dictates how we treat other people. Yeah. Like, if a finest guy treats us nice, oh, guess what? We're going to treat him nice. If a whatever kind of person treats us nice, we're going to be like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, like, really fucking weird. It is weird. And, yeah. No, and it's true because, and then I started, recently I started noticing things. Okay, and also about age. Let's talk about age. Because, como se llama, a lot of girls who are older would not date a young guy. Because, oh my God, he's young. Who cares? That famous uh, actress uh, who's married to one of the Jonas Brothers, um, she's older and taller than him. Mm Mm-hmm. What's her name? She's an Indian girl. She's from India. I know who you're, I know who you're talking. I know what couple. I don't want to say her name because I'm going to butcher it. And I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to do that to her. She's too beautiful for that. But anyways, she's tall. She's older. And she's still with him. And they're happy. Another Jonas Brothers is married to that girl from Game of Thrones. She's super taller than him. Models date short guys, people. Like, hello. You know what I mean? So for me, it's kind of like, okay, if they could do it. I can do it. I could just be his prize. <laughs> I could be his trophy. <laughs> I don't know what this is going to give, but like I knew this one girl and she came over to one of the parties that I had when I was younger, right? Uh-huh. And she, she I knew this girl and she came over to a party. She brought this dude 
that was super fucking charming and nice and talked to everybody, shook everybody's hand, came and made sure that I, because I was the host of the party, right? That that I, if I needed to go to him to go to the store for anything, like if he could have brought something, like. You know, like, and just, like, really wanted to be engaged and involved because he knew how important this person was to me. Yeah. That he, you know, and so, but, you know, he even, like, when they were leaving, he was even holding my homegirl's purse. No, right? that's but cute. He was saying bye to everybody, right? He was even holding, and this dude was so nice. He liked he her. Anthem. He liked her. He liked her a lot. Problem? He was too short for her. How short? Like inches, dude. What? A few inches because she likes to wear high heels. So? And I'm just like, like, who knows? Like, and years later, years later, she's still single. Mm. But who knows? Does she have cats? He would have got it over that. That dude would have been the perfect guy for her. Yeah. Kids already, probably, all this, own house, all of that. I bet she doesn't even wear high heels that much anymore. Because you know when but, you get older, you're not going to be wearing your high heels all the time. That's no crap. It, and it, it, if I want to, I just want to like emphasize this. Like it's all about the way the person helps make you feel. Mm-hmm. Like because of the first time, in, and like I'm learning this and I need to embrace it more, is that the person that's going to love you is only, is only going to love you at the frequency and vibration that you love yourself. Like, as, as much as you know that you love yourself, that's how much the other person that is going to be with you is going to love you equally. Mm-hmm. It's like you show the other person how you want to be loved and what you are tolerating and what you and what is okay with you. Like, you have to teach the other person, mostly all the time, mm. and vice versa. Mm. They're going to have to let you know what they don't like, what they like, what they, you know, things like that. Yeah. It's, it's talking their love language. It's learning from them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, like, and that was a big thing when I realized that it was just like, I could only love someone to the capacity of which I know how to love. And at the same time, in reverse, somebody could only love me to the capacity of which they see me loving myself. Because mm-hmm. if you, if you don't respect yourself, the man's going to know, or the woman's going to know, they're going to know. And sometimes when you don't love yourself, and, but you want somebody to love you, they're, they're not going to love you the way you deserve to be loved because you don't even know how to love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's a good point. That's, that's something that a lot of people need to understand. This is why I always say that if you've been in a relationship, you guys broke up, take time to heal. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, that person that you just broke up with took something from you. And then you, this is a time to heal so you could be restored, right? So you could love yourself again and show, show, know how to love yourself so the next guy, you will know if he's loving you the white way that you want them to love you, right? I think I took a little bit too long. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we all need to do because, you know, people do take. Take from your soul, take from your mind, take from your, your heart. It takes, it takes, and you give and you give. So when you break up, you're kind of empty. So you need to refill, like our friend Doris told me, you can't give what you don't have. You have to let your love overflow, but first has to fill it up within you, right? But if you're dry because they left, like uh, last week or something, you're still empty. You can you have nothing to give. You know, so this is this is another thing that I would like to tell people if you just broke up or if you have, you know, take your time. Don't jump to relationships. Just take your time. Also, don't be afraid to go on dates. Dates, not think that you're going to jump into a relationship with the person right away. Well, that's tricky, though. That's tricky. That's tricky, dude. It allows you to be in a one on one conversation with someone. And that for me shows that people are afraid yourself. to be alone and that's huh? very dangerous no not in a like i mean like out in a public setting and stuff like that that's what i mean mm. i i personally think that it, it like nothing nothing it's this your alone time 
this is when you need because in your alone time that's no, I mean, the when process you're ready. When you're oh ready. yeah yeah Don't when you're be ready to go on dates yeah like because those will show you at the rate of what you're ready at right yeah you know and and then to, to distinguish oh this person could just be a friend right or yeah that, yeah no i definitely don't like those kind of people yeah kind of thing. and so it's just it exposes you to other environments and where you could you know grow your social circle as well because when I mean, you're growing your social circle you don't know who that person knows who that person knows right who that person Right, that's true. You know. And one thing that I want to point out right now, since you're talking about dating and not taking it serious, this is the problem that I myself did when I was uh, dating wrong. Um, I used to imagine the future with this person, right? I used to imagine, I, I, I a lot of... Guilty. Huh? <laughs> Guilty, I used to do the same. Right, and another thing that I used to do, I, I always said I've never been in love. I've always said that because the reason why I said that, because when I cared for someone and I cared for who I created them to be, right? I created in my mind, they're a good person. They're a good person, even though they were showing me they're not. And every time they would show me they were not good, I would reject it. I know there's good in there. I know. So I lied to myself. So I wasn't in love with that person. I was in love with the person I created. Yep. And that's something that we all, well, I know I did, something that I had to learn. And you know who I'm talking about, right? And that's why I tolerated it for so many years because I was telling myself they're good, they're this, they're, I, I put him in a pedestal that he should have never been in, right? And I lowered myself for that person. So that's another thing that I did wrong is that I, I, I lied to myself, not only imagining something in the future with this person, but I lied to myself who that person really was. So that's why I say I've never been in love. I was in love with the idea who I created him to be, but not of him. Because the moment I decided to leave, God literally said, it's time to, re uh, to remove, what did he say? It's time to remove the veil and see him for who he is. And little by little, God started showing me who he was. And I said, that's not my type. That's not the man I want. So I literally put myself in that situation for no reason. And God kept showing me, he's not good for you. He's not good. And I ignored God too. I was ignoring myself. Can you imagine God? You know what I mean? So this is why I, I went, finally God said, enough. It's time to go. And then reveal it. I was like, yeah, this is not the man. So this is why when I start liking someone, I, I start observing them. I don't say I like them. I observe them. Because I'm tired to give my heart to the wrong person. So this is what I what if you're gonna start dating, start observing. Observe their character, observe their behavior when they're angry, when they're frustrated, when all these things, who they really are, observe that. Don't jump into a relationship. Take it slow. Because if you're gonna give your heart to someone, it better be the right person. We're too old. If you're young in your 20s, make all the mistakes. But when you're in our age, in our 30s, mid-30s, this is when you need to get wiser. And this, that's one of the things that I want to tell people who are going to start dating, like you're encouraging them, observe them. Observe mm -hmm. their, their, who they are, their morals, their standards, their values, everything. Everything, observe them if it matches with you or not. I'm going to, I'm going to add on to that. Go for so, it. And that, you know, in the whole 20s and stuff where we made our mistakes and we're still making our mistakes from those red flags that we see in those relationships, those red flags are not just red flags. Mm -hmm. They're notes. Yeah. So go back in your notes. Yes. The shit that's happened. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to put, like, apply them to situations that sound and feel familiar. Yeah. Because if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, guess what? Quack, quack. It's a <laughs> Guess what? Quack, quack, bitch. It's a duck. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a swan. It's a duck. It's a duck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is good stuff that we're passing down because we've learned. We're learning. And we're still learning. Like I told you, uh, once I get into a relationship, I'm going to have to go to a next level of learning because I've never been in a serious, you know, relationship. Right? So that's something, a different level that I'm going to have to learn. Right? I could so see that, dude, when you're trying... Like, I'm going to call you all the time, Adam. 
talk to I this man. I'm like, uh, I'm like, let me talk to the boyfriend. Yeah. Hey, yeah, just tell her this, just tell her that, and get her some, you know, some chocolate, and she'll be fine. Chocolate, <laughs> yes. All right, call me. Let me know how she is tomorrow. I know. When Adam left, when he moved to Washington, I told him, Adam, there's not gonna be another man who's gonna put up with me. And Adam goes, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so it's some stuff that we've learned, right? So, and take it slow. Don't be desperate. I know that sounds kind of sad, but I think we all have that desperateness, right? And when we're desperate, we do desperate things. And that's when everything blows up in our little faces and it's not worth it. Well, you know, on that, like on the whole observing thing that you're just saying, like, that's what I feel like I'm out here for as well. Right. That's right. I remember you telling me that. I feel like God has came to me in a number of way, number of ways to affirm to me, like, hey, you're supposed to be an observance of relationships right now. You, your job as a coach and what you're doing is about learning relationships, not just intimate relationships or, or love relationships, but all types of relationships. Yeah. You're meant to be in the observance of them. And in the friends that I have out here, dude, there is like, prime examples of case studies uh that i'm experiencing and observing their relationships and what they're going through and what they're progressing through yeah and the significance of how much self-trust and self-love that needs to happen is like so proportional to the amount of the quality of the relationship that you want to have right and so like it matters like to if you want a fucking bomb ass deep relationship i'm already seen you got to be willing to be like ready to face it ready to see it ready to hear the hard truths ready to ask the hard questions and ready for the fucking truthful answers yeah that might tear you apart but also it shows you how strong you guys can stay together mm-hmm. so i'm getting really good examples of that and in, in myself like i hear God tell me like Adam you were supposed to be an observance of relationships like and even times that I've tried to like hang out with somebody or kind of push together some kind of little connection it was just it would blow up in my face Mm -hmm. and it would be like a horrible experience or just this feeling of like loss or like with this dude hanging out with this dude last night like just this gross feeling like yeah I, I am for damn sure not ready for a relationship like I thought because something as meager as this person being a Gemini like really sent me off in this like trauma response yeah and and a gross feeling like I've had I've fucking had dudes over where they left and I felt like empty inside or like I felt like I just wasted a few hours or like you know like the sex wasn't that great or whatever or or just seeing it oh you he would be a great guy but it's only just sex mm-hmm. you know like or seeing things like that but this was the first time that I really actually experienced feeling gross mm-hmm. when somebody left and um that's a big warning right there like you know soul is it, it telling was, you uh-uh and like um and yeah and uh and um and yeah dude so like i just i just have to keep on to that and um and know that that feeling it was a big indicator like nope not this person yeah and so do you want to jump into what you said in the end or you don't want to go there what in the message that you left me remind me are you sure Okay. You said it's very, uh, I'm open, but girl. Okay. You said, what was wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I started to feel like what's wrong with me. Why, why couldn't I speak up? And also what's wrong with me? Like, why am I experiencing like these bad people or why is it hard to continue a conversation with somebody you know once they kind of like get to know me like is it like really me am I not that much of an admirable person Mm -hmm. or am I too good to be true so why even try or I'm too high vibe for them so yeah this dude you know he's too good for me I'm not worthy of that like I don't know what it is like and it makes me feel more on the bad side like what's wrong with me right 
Like, do I put off a bad vibe? Do I put off a disingenuous feeling with people? Does my breath smell? Like, mm -hmm. you know, do I look funny from a side profile view? Does the notch on the back of my head, like, right. look, you know, weird? Like, you know, it's it, like a lot of things go into it. Like, is there something really that wrong with me that puts people off? So it makes me start to question that. Right. And, um... And, you know, and then also, like, I take it into, like, you know, is it the fact that I'm HIV positive that it puts people off, mm -hmm. you know, or not want to take it seriously? But then again, I've been in positive relationships before, and I've talked to positive dudes, and right. it's just like, you know, and, like, the I already know that every freaking positive dude feels like finding the right person is like finding a needle in a haystack even more so. A needle yeah. and 10 hay haystacks. Yeah. A I lot of relationship coaches. I think I listened to two. I, I took one out because he did something dumb, but I, you I think I showed you which one, but, um, I listened to two and he's, they all say the dating world right now is so tricky. It starts making you question your worth and value. It really does. And it's not only men, it's also women tend to make men question themselves. Like right now, everything's very chaotic when it comes to the love world. It, there isn't any love out there anymore, right? It, I, I, and, I, and I see that I'm like, oh, Lord, you have to guide me in this life because I know how I am. And if I don't like something, I, I retreat. I'm like, bye-bye, I don't need this. I'm happy by myself anyways. I could do it without it, right? But oh, I know that God wants me to start, right? to be ready for that one man. And, and the thing about me is that I don't want to date, dude. I just don't want to date because this is what happens and it sucks, but I have to, but I don't want to, I don't want to, like, I want just God to like send the man and go knock on my door and say, here I am, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I, you know, but I know I have to put myself out there, but it's so tricky out there, dude. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's toxic. If toxicness is so popular right now, there is this person that said, if you're not toxic, you're single. Like that's how, how it's so popular. And I'm not toxic. Like I like my peace. I like my joy. So this is why I'm like, I, when you say go out there and date, ay, 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 me da miedo. Dude, and you know, I'm gonna touch on the toxic thing, and it's just like people I trip out on the way that people get a rise out of being that way. I don't understand it. Of being extra and being like, I'm like, that también is gross. Mm -hmm. like, that también is gross. And it's, it's weird because a lot of men complain about it, but they go for it. They like it. They like it, dude. If you didn't like it, why are you putting up with it? And you get if you all get offended by me using the word gross, you need to go check yourself on why that offends you. But, why but would like, it offend it? It is. I don't gross. know. It's just like because I don't feel anybody uses that word to describe feelings towards Ew, other people. Ew, gross. <laughs> like you're like gross. Like it was gross, and you know. And so, just all in all, the message takeaway from today's podcast is: don't be gross. Don't be gross. Come on, people, get yourself together. No, there's so much right now that goes on into the dating life or the love life. You know what I mean? So it's just, it, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's really tricky out there right now. And, you know, and it, like me and in the kind of work that I do and in the stuff that I coach people through and even the exercises that I know to go through, all the self-love and the, and the knowing my purpose and journey and all that other things and my like connection with God and all that other stuff, like all of that still it, it it doesn't i don't feel like i'm weak because it gets to me it just does and it's just like no i think you're brave the, the feeling of like what's wrong with me yeah you know like, and i feel like i am brave I, you I are brave at least you put yourself out there i'm over here behind closed doors <laughs> you're taking the bullets man <laughs> No. no. <laughs> <clears throat> Damn. Um, but you know, all in all, like I know, like you know, and what's funny is that, like, um, you know, so you told me run when I told you. Oh, he's yeah. Like, <laughs> so like later on in the nighttime when I was um, 
I was feeling gross. Like I saw, I looked out the window, I saw uh, Marie's lights still on and stuff, right? And, um, uh, you there? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I'm here. I, it's somebody's okay. thought, but I saw Marie's lights on and stuff. And, uh, so I decided to text her. I was like, hey, you know, I just, you know, she saw me with the guy earlier. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was like, hey, you know, I'm feeling really gross right now. I'm kind of really feeling scattered. And I told her, you know, like I had that emotional response, right? That trauma triggered. Right. And I let her know. I'm like, and he's a Gemini. And she's like, do not engage. I repeat, do, do not, not engage. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, uh, she's like, you know, she's like, she's like, I'm from now on. I need a picture before any of your gentlemen callers show up. I need to look at them. I could tell a lot by the eyes. And when I saw him, there was just something in his eyes that I didn't right. like. Yeah. And I was like, because mm. we had walked outside and went down to the dock. Right. And she was in the kitchen. So she saw us walk down right. to the dock. And, uh, and yeah. And, um, but like, so one thing that I learned is that, you know, in those moments, like you being there, Marie being there and Rachel Jane, she was there this morning. She said the exact same thing. She's like, you're not having them back, right? <laughs> yeah, no, please, And no. so, like, you know, it was like the three-thing mirror, you know, like in Sex in the City. Like, I had, like, the three women that are important to me right now that are have constant engagement with that and are starting to know that you know most about me and these two other women, Rachel Jane and Marie, like, are knowing, like, massive, massive information about me, you know, so quickly. Yeah. It was just like... All of you guys, just like together, just like no, like big science, just like no, and like we need that. We need that course correction from our friends and stuff like that. And yeah, but we do that, need our help. We we need each other's help, but genuine friends, because you yeah. know there are some bad friends out there, you know. But the 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 genuine friends who really love you, they're yeah. not there to stop you from receiving love. They're trying to stop you from getting hurt. There's a difference. You know, yeah. because they want to see you in love with the right person who's going to give you the right love. You know, mm-hmm. so there are some shady friends out there who are jealous. Be like, I want you single for myself so I could party with you. You know what I mean? I know a couple of those. Yeah, but I know a couple of those too, girl. Mm-hmm. Just- but no, it's, it's the genuine ones that, you know, who support you for your love, that you want love and who will help you to find the better love for yourself. Those are good friends to have. Yeah, so I'm glad that they were there there for you, too, to tell you, like, no, because I could do so much over here in Cali, but they're over there in Washington, right? <laughs> yeah. See, it takes two people to do the work of you over here. I know. <laughs> Usually, if Adam was over here, I'm like, ya callate, parale. <laughs> oh, Mexican. <laughs> they're over there, they're nicer. <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, so I'm glad that you're you're speaking about this because it's bringing different topics regarding what happened last night, you know, because you are, mm-hmm. if you're single, you're going to find yourself dating and you're going to, you know, date some of your types, but I suggest get out of your comfort zone. If you, if you, if there's a short guy, go for it. If there's a, as long as it's, they're treating you good, you know what I mean? Like if it's feeding the soul and you could feed his soul too. We cannot just say, are you treating me good? Are you treating me good? Are you loving me? Are you, no, no. We also have to give, you know what I mean? You got to also exercise your um, means of loving someone and showing um, compassion and empathy and honesty to sort to somebody. Yeah. You know, you exercise those things yourself because you can't just think that this person is just going to love you for you just being there, mm-hmm. like your reciprocation of that love is also going to fuel that person. It's like the recycle sign. You know, you guys go into each other and stuff. It's the like circle that. of life. Exactly. Or the recycle sign triangle thing, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> it's just like, you know, and, and, and vice versa, you know, like it, it has to go in like a higher sense of connection with the person when you, go beyond like oh this person is just here because we're compatible it's just like no this person is here because i'm gonna learn the most uh highest vibrational lessons from this person and that's why they're my partner yeah and And that's something that i also wanted um uh we're talking about this because um i used to think what was wrong with me because i wasn't affectionate with no man Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you straight Mm -hmm. out i was not affectionate i was not loving i was not nurturing i was not petting no man's ego like that's how i felt i'm not gonna pet your ego like i'm i was i was super cold right i thought there was something wrong with me right but it was just the fear 
the fear behind it, they were going to reject that, right? So that's when God started working on me. And when I met Michael, when I met um, this person, <laughs> when I met someone, como se llama, he, he was so gentle with me. He was super sweet, super gentle, that I couldn't help but to bring that girly side out of me. And I wanted to nurture him. I wanted to love him, right? So I'm glad that I met him because it showed me that there is this girl inside of me, that I'm not a cold-hearted bee, you know what I mean? Like, I can be loving, but it takes the right one to bring that out. So this is another thing that I'm praying on right now. It's like, okay, God, he showed me I can be this way. So, so I know it's in there. It just takes the right man to take it out, right? Because I cannot just receive, the, uh, receive love. I also have to give love, right? That, that's, that's how we are. Like you were talking about is the, you know, all that, that stuff. Like you give and you take, right? So it's, that's a relationship. And that's something that I had to acknowledge from my past. Something that I'm, I'm, I'm ready for now, I think. I'm going to smother him. <laughs> I'm going to make them all the frijoles in queso that you want. Yes, the was tortillas de harina. I'm going to learn how to make them just for him. Yay. You know, but it's something that, yeah, I heard this preacher who talked, who talked to uh, that relationship. Uh, it's a famous rapper. Uh, what's his name? Waka or something like that his name is. I don't know, but he's with this girl named Tammy, I think, right? And he was, they were, they're having trouble. And he said... How he treats you, it's none of your business. How you treat him, it's all your business, right? And then he told the man, how she treats you, it's none of your business. It's what you give her. You see, when you give to her, she's going to want to give back. And it's going to keep going and going and going. We have to give to each other. We cannot just take away, right? Mm -hmm. So I took that from that and I was like, okay, that's something that we need to do. We have to start planting that seed of love within a relationship. You know, we can't wait for somebody else to do it. It has to start within, you know? So that's something that I had to work on too. Like I'm saying that, you know, it's not just from taking, it's also giving, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good. It's good stuff that I'm learning and I want to pass it down, you know? Mm -hmm. And I want to uh, add on to that. It's just like, like there's, there is that and, you know, the giving and the taking, but mostly the giving, mm -hmm. but also there comes to the time where we need to, you know, um, have those conversations of how do you want me to love you? Mm. What have been the ways that didn't work for you in other relationships? Right. Like communicate but, that with your partner. Like communicate. Because like <laughs> we're not mind readers. Questions that provoke a vulnerability <laughs> from the person and you. You know, because you want to know what didn't work out as well, just as much as the things that did mm -hmm. work out. Mm -hmm. um, because you care about the relationship and you want to cultivate it and you want to curate it in a way that you are actually intending to be in that relationship mm -hmm. and not just be two people that are semi-compatible, just living with each other because they are lonely right. and don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. And so, like, having to put yourself in the situation of, yeah, I need to ask the right questions. Right. And also, n also not be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah, and to tell the person, hey, I like this. I like mm -hmm. how you do this. I like how when you make me feel this way. You know, like, like people think, I remember one guy said, she should know. And I'm like, how is she going to know if you don't tell her? She's mm -hmm. not a mind reader. Like, dude, like, she should get it by now. No, tell her. Communicate mm -hmm. that with her. It's like, and what I are you doing? To, I tell that to girls too. I'm like, how do you expect them to be a mind reader? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, and I like, especially with girls that I know, I'm like, you're a contradiction in yourself anyway. So how do you expect them to know who you are mm -hmm. if you never even tell them? You know, and it's so it's like, I, I, it's back and forth. It's just like you, the communication thing needs to be genuinely there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know what's so funny? It's like, you know how you said earlier, like, we only had one argument, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, in most relationships, it should just be just one argument. And we've known each other for more than 20 years. Yeah. And, and like, because that one argument should be enough to show you how to speak to the other person. And that's something that me and Adam have. We always communicate. We always talk. Adam's very open about how he feels, how he thinks. And I'm very outspoken in how I feel and how I think. It's, it, and it doesn't have to go into arguments, right? Because sometimes what happens is that 
we hold things in and then we wait until something explodes explodes and then you go into an argument why wait pin it in the butt get it right there and then before you start getting mad just say it hey you know what that made me feel bad can you know communicate right yeah i didn't like the way you said that or yeah and then if you do that and you say it, you turn out that, oh, well, I didn't mean it this way. I actually meant it this way. And then it's just something that was all inside your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's something that we also learned. It's not only about relationships, also friendships and families and all that stuff. We have poor communication. And that's why a lot of, you know, separations happen. So mm-hmm. it's just plain and simple. Well, it's not plain and simple because relationships are hard. But you know what I'm saying. Don't add to the No, hardness. they're plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I meant. Don't make it harder for your sale. Okay. Is there anything else we want to add to this? Um, nope. I think I'm good. I'm good too. So, okay. I'll be right back, guys. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of my third season of Unveil. And I just wanted to start it up with a little bit of fun with my best friend, just having a, you know, random conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed. However, I do have more in store. I have a three, uh, not a three, two part series of mental health coming up. It's going to be mixed with psychology and uh, spirituality. So I hope you guys enjoy. And I also have other things lined up. Uh, for you guys and yeah there's more to come your girl's just getting started hello and i'll see you next time have a good day god bless